Hello, everyone. Welcome to Slightly Something Else. I'm Yati Crochot, joined by Marty Slaver, as always. Hello, everyone. And Welcome. also Toffee. And guess what? It's sweaters time of year. Sweater weather. It's sweaters weather. Look oh, at that look vest. At that. Oh, my God. Toffee's got such a good sweater. He loves it. Adorable. Incredible. A I got a sweater, too, actually. I got my Freddy Krueger sweater on. Amazing. You guys, you need, you need to get matching uh, matching sweaters with Toffee. Well, naturally, <laughs> but uh, maybe for after Christmas. There you go. Well, uh, guess what got announced today, apparently. <gasps> the, the Game Award nominations. The Game Award nominations that I absolutely have not looked up at all. But Marty has, so we're doing that thing we do where you get lovely fresh reactions of me pissing all over people's chips. That's a, this is great. Uh, I'm really excited. Do we first want to? So, so uh, for folks who don't know, the Game Awards—that's the the, the big uh, uh, Oscars esque celebration hosted by Jeff Keighley every year. Uh, it is going to be Thursday, uh, December eighth this year in the evening. We're going to be doing a live pre and post show. Not we, as in the two of us. I do not think Yahtzee would be caught dead there. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, t taking a, a quick trip down memory lane, uh, going over the last couple winners. Last year was It Takes Two, which was a nice surprise. That like. Something yeah. the triplest of A didn't win. I thought that was nice. Hmm. Well, uh, AAA doesn't have much that really stands out these days. That's In fact, true. Uh, well, I, I feel like we'll see when we get to the <laughs> to the, get, get to the nominations this year. I feel like you know AAA's big, you know, big stride of this year is possibly yet to come. Might be in the last couple of months because the only like really big thing was Elden Ring. And then that just sort of yes. squatted on top of the big pile of skulls all year. For about nine months, yes. it was uh, at the top of the totem pole. Yeah, scaring off all the big lads. Yeah, and um, I is God of did God of War come out soon enough to be eligible for nominations? It did. Apparently, it okay. got in people's hands soon enough, okay. um, which okay. will be an interesting thing. We'll we'll talk about with games that didn't make the cut. But okay. uh, well, besides, I played any oh. God of War yet? It might be the greatest motherfucking game ever made. I guess I'll find out this afternoon when I start on it. I've been too busy uh, last I week with Sonic. <sighs> did you go fast? He goes so fast at certain points. Oh my gosh! And, it was, and, and yet, great. in many ways, not fast enough. <laughs> Um, I uh, I think it was really uh, apt of you to um, coin the term Ghost Train Ride uh, for God of War. So I'm excited to, to hear your thoughts when you get I, to that. I, I saw a tweet, actually. I saw a tweet from some random person saying that, didn't Yahtzee once say that uh, Sony exclusives are just Ghost Train Rides? And then there was just a clip of, well, there's just a screenshot of God of War Ragnarok where it appeared they literally were on a Ghost Train Ride, the characters. Sometimes it's a ghost boat. A ghost, ghost boat ride, ghost canoe ride. Well, uh, uh, all sorts just, of vehicles. Just, ghost a ghost dog sled. Well, that's just—it's a small world, isn't it? The boat yeah. ride. Yeah, I guess that's all. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, so it takes two. Was last year, uh, year before The Last of Us Part Two. Twenty nineteen was Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Twenty eighteen was uh, the original God of War. Or mm -hmm. God of War twenty eighteen, uh, Breath of the Wild twenty seventeen, Overwatch twenty sixteen, Witcher three twenty fifteen, and Dragon Age Inquisition twenty fourteen, which seems like a game no one talks about. That, I don't hear an anyone talking about. Yeah, that's an old duck. To uh, the rest of those games, definitely seemed like they were like yeah. 
games in the zeitgeist, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition is strange. Yeah, I wouldn't say there's anything particularly wrong with Dragon Age Inquisition. But... No, the movie, 2014 was like a, a, a famously kind of weak year. That was like the first year of the new consoles and people were still getting, it was the Wii U era, which was just a, a strange time for everyone. So, uh, okay, well, but before we, before we start, I'm just going to, I'm just quickly reminding myself of what came out this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, obviously, Elden Ring is going to get a bunch of awards. Obviously, God of War is going to get a bunch of awards. Yep. Uh, but there's always like one or two token indies at the Game Awards. Always like there, spread across. And the there's definitely a couple that stand out this year. Do you do you want to take a guess before we go into the noms what oh. those standout indies would be? Well, going over my list here, they're definitely ones we've talked about on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say Stray, Neon White, and Tunic. Uh, uh, yes, Stray, the big winner out of that list. Neon White and Tunic get love. Uh, one indie game uh, gets a lot of love that you did not mention that I'm not sure you played. Um, and yeah, that is Immortality. No, I did not play that. Okay, uh, so that's help me out. Oh yeah, that's the um live action sort of yes roll yes. through clips the her yeah. story thing. Yeah. yeah, I just don't. That just doesn't really click for me. That yep. concept. But you know, to each their own. Yeah, exactly. And hey, we've uh, always I, known I the we've always known the game awards just want to reward games for being movies, don't we? So let's just take the one that's fully live action. Seems easy. There, there we go. Should have guessed uh, Stray would be the big winner since that was basically just moved to the next contextual button prompt of the game. Uh, also, because the rest of the world isn't heartless like you and enjoys being the little cat man. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's get on uh, to let's get to it. Let's get away from speculation. We're, uh, perfect. Uh, we'll start with some some of the smaller but more interesting categories. Performance. That's performance of the year. Uh, we had Ashley Birch's Aloy. Do, or do you want to guess or do you want me just to, to go over them? I will guess I'll take some stabs. Okay, so performance. performance. of the year. It's so hard to think of any like specific acting jobs. Yeah, a lot uh, of these feel yeah. like it was the main character of the big cinematic AAA game. Right, right. So presumably God of War's in there? Yeah, both uh, Kratos and Atreus. Oh, oh, well. Um, uh, who else? Who else did a performance? Possibly the characters in uh, Immortality? Since uh, The main like, actress in Immortality, yes. Which might like, be the first just live-action human to, <laughs> to be nominated for this, just like straight up. they were doing. Yeah. If I were insane, and I know the Game Awards are sometimes, I might throw out The Quarry, just because that had a bunch of big-name actors in it. It did. They did not. They surprisingly uh, didn't really like uh, lean towards uh, celebrities. Um, I mean, some of these people are, are relatively famous, but um, a game we talked about recently, which uh, I enjoyed the story uh, quite a bit, and you did not. Uh, the uh, Amicia from a Plague Tale Requiem oh. was nominated. Is that all the noms? Uh, and then Ashley Birch from uh, Horizon Forbidden West, Aloy, your okay. favorite. And that's you love all. Aloy. Right. That was all. Just five. Most categories only had five, except for Game of the Year, it had six. See, um, performance in video games is a tricky thing because, you know, yeah, most uh, performing in video games is done by voice actors, obviously, and uh, I've always felt voice actors are doing a good job if you just don't really notice. Yeah, sort of neither seen nor heard. Yeah, I guess what at what point did, like, the, was it, like, kind of the Last of Us era where the actor kind of got put on a pedestal for their games? Like, rightfully so. Like, you know, it just felt like for a long time a voice actor, like, no one really knew who a lot of the voice actors in games were. Like, even Bioshock, I don't know who a lot of the people who did the voices in Bioshock were, but with The Last of Us, Troy Baker and, and 
Ashley Johnson yeah, kind of well, became famous-ish. Well, I think that's the other thing. Like, there's like five or six dudes who just do all the roles. Troy, yeah, Baker, for a long time. Yeah, Jennifer Nolan North, Hale, Jennifer Hale just added bayonetta to her resume. <laughs> yeah, just put another put another skull on her belt. There you go. Um, and oh yeah, as Nick mentioned as well. Uh, thank you, Nick. Uh, uh, we are updating our stretch goal uh, uh, to include uh, Adventures and I uh, the next side quest. Ooh. So if you enjoyed the last side quest, there's going to be a different crew. Maybe some familiar faces from side quest. Maybe some familiar faces from Adventures Nigh proper. Uh, but a a different side quest that would most likely be um, uh, slotted before season three, which you guys have wonderfully funded, and we will be filming in Milwaukee in a few months. Yeah. Thank you all so much. Well, blimey, we've already like uh, reached our stretch goal uh, target. We just so have to keep we, stretching. Now we just have to figure out what the fuck they are. It's just pretty, keep stretching. You're 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 a lot of good sports, Chad, for keeping giving us money for things we haven't even figured out yet. Hey, it's going to be a live game night in Milwaukee with Milwaukee centric games. I don't. That's that. That last part's not true. It'll probably Milwaukee just be like centric Kart. games. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm interested to hear like what you come up with for this. There's an axe. There's a bar where you can throw axes in Milwaukee. Do you want to throw Ooh. axes? So we'll be playing Heimdall 1, which had an axe yeah. throwing minigame. There you go. Or you'll be so inspired by God of War Ragnarok that you'll want to be doing that. Is there a lot of axe throwing in that? Uh, there is. If you remember God of War 2018, a lot of it is you throwing your axe and summoning well, it back at you. I am pretty much expecting it to just be more of that. But four years God later. Of, God of War 2018, but more of it. 2018 plus four. Um, we had best multiplayer game, which I don't, I don't think any, you don't really care about, uh, do you? I I'm just going off my list of things I reviewed, so I probably didn't. Review you did review most of these. Uh, Splatoon three and the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. I don't know if you reviewed huh. that last one. Well, I played it briefly in single player, and then then decided, nope. Yeah, I don't know. Same uh, the multiplayer, the multiplayer awards, and then they have an ongoing multiplayer, like older games that still get things. So those aren't those aren't super. super Splatoon uh, three our... obviously gets nominated for that because that's you know. Anytime Nintendo throws their hat in a ring like that, they just instantly get grandfathered in. There's uh, there's there's one category going on that should ostensibly just be the uh, Nintendo category because all five nominees are Nintendo. So oh boy, on I'll try and uh, guess which one it is when it comes up. I think when you get to it, you'll probably be able to hit it. Uh, the next big one was art direction, best art direction. Ooh, art uh, direction. this would be Elden so Ring. Correct. Straight away. Uh, yeah, so just to let you know right off the bat, uh, God of War had the most nominations with 10. Elden okay. Ring and Horizon were both in second place with 7. Right, right. So oh. I was assuming God of War is in art direction as well? God of War is in art direction. <sighs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hmm, okay. So this is one of those candidates where they'll probably chuck a token indie in there. Two token indies. One we've already mentioned, one we have definitely not mentioned. But I'd one say, you did cover, you covered it recently. I'm going to say Tunic 
best art direction. Not Tunic, no, Stray. Um, well, Tunic fucking well deserves it more than Stray. I completely agree. Um, and the second indie uh, is pro- also has probably the grossest art of the year. The grossest art? Yeah. Oh, pie. Uh, no, no. Uh, another game you you reviewed uh, quite recently that had a lot of a lot of uh, meat, a lot of goop. Do you remember playing a goopy meat game recently? Proteus, scorn, scorn. Oh, scorn! People love the goopy meat. Well, there's not much else going for that one, so uh, no, got to give it art direction if nothing else. Yeah, it's got goop of the year, which is nice. Mm. Um, score in music. Uh, well, obviously, God of War as well, because all the yeah. AAA stuff puts all the money into the getting the big orchestral, grand yep. orchestral soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Let's see what genuinely deserves it. Um... I seem to remember Neon White had pretty good music. So do I. I was kind of, I'm kind of bummed at the lack of uh, nominations that Neon White got outside of like indie, right? Like indie categories. Right. Uh, soundtrack, I'm going to say Elden Ring as well. Elden Ring, always a safe one. Just yeah. the big lads. Yeah. Anything uh, doesn't show up anywhere else? Uh, the Plague Tale we already had. Uh, two that don't show up anywhere else. Uh, well, Metal Hellsinger, which kind of makes sense because it was built around the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Um, if I'd, if yeah. I'd spotted that on the list, I'd probably have thrown that out. Yeah. And then uh, I think a lot of people were happy and surprised that uh, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which I don't think either of us played, did we? I didn't review that. That's yep. a weirdly random. I hadn't heard it was had a particularly standout soundtrack. Yeah, it's by Yasunori Matsuda, who's like a, a pretty famous um, composer. And I think Xenoblade, like this was, uh, I guess, a long time coming that uh, Xenoblade Chronicles fans feel like the series has always been snubbed. And so finally, it's getting its recognition. Perhaps too much recognition. Okay. As we'll see. Um, audio design, uh, a lot of the same things, Elden Ring and God of War. Yeah, these are uh, all like the bullshit stuff that just gives them an excuse to give like multiple awards to the same motherfucking dudes. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they, they threw in Gran Turismo there because people like the cars. Um, best narrative. Okay. Well, God of War, obviously. Yep. Because it's a ghost train ride and that's mm-hmm. that's the only thing it does. Chugga chugga. Uh, Stray? No, surprisingly. No Stray? Hmm, well, that's me for a loop. Um, yeah. okay. Elden Ring, probably? Yeah, yes, which is baffling to me, because I love <laughs> Elden Ring, but like, whoa, what are we doing here? I'm like, what? <laughs> it's, it's, it's immersion storytelling, and, uh, you know... They put it in there because it's the big thing, but I don't think they f- they put it in with the full appreciation for the uh, narrative style that it's doing. It's just like, yeah. hey, people seem to like it. Yeah, it is funny because I feel like people nominated it because almost of the like YouTube videos breaking down what the story is, as opposed to like like you said, it does you know storytelling through through emerging gameplay, which is you know yeah genuinely impressive. Immersion storytelling. I've I yeah. coined that term in extra punctuation, and I've recently gained more confidence in it because someone wrote an essay about it. There you go. They, and I got linked to it on Twitter. No idea if it was oh. a, a big person writing an essay, but you know, I'll take the wins I can get. When you first said that, I was I was thinking like a, a literally large person. Like it was like a seven footer who wrote that essay. Like just a real real thick guy. All right, best narrative. All right, well, uh, going by previous patterns, they usually throw a JRPG in there because, 
you know, JRPGs. A lot of words. So, would, am I guessing right there? Is there a, JRP, is there uh, a token JRPG norm? There's not. No, there's an aforementioned token indie with immortality, which, um, again, oh, immortality yeah, right. is the story, so yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, a story you and I uh, disagreed on in A Plague Tale Requiem. Okay. The audience... They love the rats. They it's love the history. rats, and they love the boy who who uses the rats to kill the people. They love it. Honestly, I'm surprised they snubbed uh, Horizon on that. Not that it deserved it, but it feels uh, like the sort no. Of Horizon is the it. the fifth nomination. Oh, I thought we were done. Well, yeah. simultaneously, egg and smug on my face. <laughs> it's just a nice little combo. Uh, okay, now we get to uh, indie game. Indie game. Best indie game. Okay, well, Tunic, uh, Stray. Uh, what was the other one? Neon White. Yep, you're doing good. Okay, what else had a profile? Uh, did I review them all? Uh, uh, one I think you didn't review early in the year, I think, actually, which was probably one of the bigger games of the year you didn't review. And then one I'm pretty okay. sure you did review, like, two months ago right right um sifu yeah you okay. you didn't review that one right no i did oh okay sorry i, I reviewed it a bit after that. the i reviewed a bit after the fact during the drought season okay maybe maybe that's the reason uh yeah yeah sifu and then one you reviewed relatively recently i think it came out in like september okay uh september eh well, I think would, September. That would be... Okay, there's a few candidates. I'm going to say Cult of the Lamb? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't think that. Just a, That was a stab in the dark. Oh, that also wasn't September. That was June. I do not know how time works. Oh, no, it was August. Um, yeah, Cult of the Lamb, I don't, I don't know. It isn't, uh, didn't, didn't do it for me. I think there were better games. Well, it was just worse. Binding of Isaac with uh, tacked on crafting survival elements. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Uh, this also goes to, I guess we talked about now, one of the major snubs, nothing for Tinykin. And I thought Tinykin, delightful. I thought that should have been nominated for something. I had uh, such a great time with Tinykin. Uh, I played it, I didn't finish it, I didn't have that much enthusiasm for it. Genuine hater. I mean... Even Jack likes it. Well, considering the millions of indie games that get snubbed at this, at this thing, surprised you'd uh, pick on that one in particular. Uh, that just felt, I don't know, that, that was like one, the one that stuck with me. And I was talking over the weekend with, I think, both Frost and Amy were talking about how much they liked it. And it feels like that's like, like, escapist-wise, one of the most beloved uh, indies of the year. At I least don't the know. Most played. I don't know what to tell you, man. Just doesn't Haters. seem to have, uh, maybe you just can't get past the Pikmin comparisons. That is true. That is true. It is, it is very much a one-to-one. Uh, then there was also debut indie game, which uh, Neon White, Stray, and Tunic all um, fell under, which is well, kind of funny because Neon White is yeah, that's a big technically the debut a, game of a studio, but different. That's a, that's a big fat pair of bollocks because that was Ben Esposito's baby. He's, he's done several games before. Yeah, he's done tons of shit. He yeah, made, he made uh, Donut County. He made yeah. uh, that other one. Yeah, he worked on uh, the Unfinished Swan. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's just the studio he founded, so technically new. And then uh, two games we have not mentioned so far that I'm okay. not sure. One you have played, because I think one you were talking about recently is an indie game. Maybe you're like underrated, underappreciated games of the year. I think you might have brought it up. Debut indie games. 
this was a, a story, a story focused game. Uh huh. Did, did I ZP it? Do you know? I don't know if you ZP'd it. We definitely talked about it in a few weeks ago when we did. Uh, oh, well, we talked about a whole bunch games. of shit. We did. Yeah. Uh, Citizen Sleeper. No, I always yeah. associate it with Citizen Sleeper, though. Right. For some because there's two games uh, I do not think you uh, I looked up the tag on Escapist and you do not have it. We've only had one okay. article on it. Okay. Uh, well, I've completely forgotten all the things I talked about in that video. Uh, so I guess you better no just problem. tell me. Uh, Norco, did you you you, you oh, played Norco, right? Yeah, I did. I did play Norco. And yeah, I mostly forgot about it. Yeah, yeah. Is that a uh, I guess it was a debut game. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. And then uh, the uh, game that's probably like the surprise hit of the year was uh, Vampire Survivors. That was a surprise hit because uh, yeah, yeah. I that and that feels like an idle game almost. Yeah, but it really, uh, really picked up steam, and uh, uh, I, I think it's only going to get bigger because it just came to consoles like last week on Game Pass. So yeah. I think even more people are going to play it. I heard Jim Stephanie Sterling was doing some writing for it. Oh, nice! Does that game have writing? Apparently, <laughs> I haven't played the game yet. I just thought it's just like well, apparently they got him on. Apparently they got him on to do uh, uh, the best Yuri entries. Oh, that's cool. Well, there yeah, I've been seeing a lot of more tweets of about it, so apparently that went down pretty well. More of a reason for folks uh, to check it out. Uh, and then a VR AR game. Did you play literally anything in VR this year? Um, I toyed with it. Nothing that I felt moved to uh, full-on review. Yeah, um, so I'll, I'll just read these out because I, I haven't played uh, any of them. Red Matter 2, Moss. Book two, which I played the first Moss, which was nice. But yeah, little, I played the first Moss. Mouse in the forest. I, yeah. I I have played Red Matter two actually. I played it for a bit. That's the adventure game, right? On in I, space. I don't know what it is. I just have its name down. I literally don't know what it is. Pretty sure I played that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bone Lab, which I know is is beloved. Um, oh yeah, I should I should have thought of that. I did play that yeah. for a bit. Didn't get very far. Didn't really get what I was supposed to do in it. There you go. Uh, after the fall. Also, don't know what that is. Seems post-apocalyptic of some sort. I think it's a generic shooter. Generic shooter, perfect. Uh, and then Among Us VR, which I saw clips of over the weekend. Didn't Seems that, like a legitimate horror game. Didn't that just come out? Uh, I'm not sure when it when it came out. I, I maybe maybe very recently. Uh, I just saw some clips of it though. And it looks very. Oh yeah, literally uh, November 10th. So maybe folks had it early. Because I think the voting was up at a certain time. Because we're gonna say like God of War just came out, but um, I think uh, the critics who vote were able to have it like a couple weeks ago. So, um, but uh, Among Us in VR looks genuinely kind of scary, especially like the lights are going out and these things are chasing you. It like makes it look like a horror game, which I'm I'm interested to try. Nick well, likes his spooky game, so I want Nick to have to play Among Us in VR. You know what needs a VR version? It might actually have one, but I haven't checked. What's that? I Iron Lung. I finally got around to playing that last weekend. I don't think I know what Iron Lung is. Iron Lung, it's a first-person concept horror, short concept horror game. It's like oh. two bucks on Steam. Where you're, where you're, um, you're, okay, you're a prisoner in a submarine that's been, like, welded shut. And you oh have no, God. there's no windows. And you can only view the outside by taking, like, still, still photographs that take, like, three seconds to develop black and white grainy still photographs oh that sounds to, spooky and you got to use a map and coordinates to navigate your way around claustrophobic caverns taking pictures of things and there's probably a horrible monster chasing you 
and oh. it's got like a you know like a lot of concept horror games it ends on a jump scare but it's a jump scare that sure. kind of worked for me i was like oh you got me game is it uh is it a short little thing yeah it's really short like i said you can, okay, buy it sounds, for two, you can pick it up for two bucks sounds wonderful it sounds terrifying so um great big fan of both um yeah i'd, I'd recommend it check it out uh and then we get into the genres where we start making fun of uh what things are what uh action game uh do you want me to just go over these because there's uh, th there's no uh logic <sighs> yeah, act, to yeah there's no logic to this sort of um <laughs> yeah thing this is another one of those just make stuff up so we can throw more rewards at this yeah aspects. there's one egregious example of this that'll be coming up soon so for action games uh bayonetta 3 which i think this is bayonetta's only um nomination well that's the character action game there I you go that people. does have action that's like of these games that's the one i'd be like yeah it's definitely an action game uh, uh which that is go that's gonna be your zp later this week correct yep that's wednesday Exciting. Sonic Frontiers next week and God of War after that, no doubt at the point when everyone stops caring. Some meaty games. Uh, so we had Bayo 3, uh, Modern Warfare 2, uh, Neon White, very just extreme action game, uh, Sifu, and then the Ninja Turtles game. See, I could sort of read this as like best uh, primary combat loop game. Yeah. Which I That's guess not, sort of Neon works. White. Oh man, I do not think of Neon White as an action game. I don't know what I think it's, of it. As. It's not really a combat game. It has a very strong primary loop. So yeah, I would say that makes sense to me. Neon White think, feels like think, a puzzle game to me. If I had to like, assign one of, genre, when I think of action game, I think of uh, primary loop focused game design, and I say Neon White probably qualifies pretty well. It is pretty pulse pounding, trying to get mm -hmm. to the exits in time. Yeah. I ain't got a problem with Neon White being nominated there. No, no, not at all. Also, because there's no like shooter, there's no other category that where it really makes well, sense. Well, um, everyone's favorite category: action adventure. Oh Christ! Uh, God of War, God of War, God of War, God of War, God of War. All aforementioned games, actually. Elden yeah. Ring, Elden Ring, Elden no, Ring, Elden Ring. Elden Ring, not because Elden Ring is considered a role-playing game. Fuck you, Game Awards. <laughs> you so, arbitrary uh, shitheads. God of War, Plague Tale, and Horizon yeah, uh, representing yeah. the AAAs, and then Stray and Tunic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, representing yeah. the Indies. Um, and then in the aforementioned RPG category, Elden Ring, uh, Live Alive, Pokemon Legends, Arceus, which I refuse to believe was this year. I refuse, even though it was January. It just seems like 10,000 years ago. Well, so it was. Uh, Triangle Strategy and uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Okay. Okay. Elden, Elden Ring should wipe Elden, the floor with those. Right? Elden Ring and Live Alive going head to head <laughs> in a single category. Uh, <laughs> Finally. And the Pokemon game that came out like, 20 years ago, in my it's mind. It's like putting an ant in a matchbox with a spider. <laughs> uh, and then this is the category that uh, just really kind of threw me for a loop uh, fighting game. DNF okay, duel. Don't Sifu, know what it is. So Sifu. Sifu is in fighting game, but it was also an action game. You can't well, be in both. Well, action doesn't necessarily imply fighting. Yeah, but you can't be in both categories. Just you could only be in one category, right? Well, uh, take it to tell the game awards. It's their show. But every other game here is multiplayer. So you have multiverses, King of Fighters, JoJo. Sifu's not multiplayer. Sifu's. It's 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 insane to me, but it is undeniably a fighting game. Uh, would the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game be that? Yes, because you just 
No. No, fighting games are, are two two people punching each other. No, that's Seafood a one-on-one fighting game. And we call them that's one-on-one all... fighting games to in order to, you know, clarify that it's not just a fighting game. No, so fighting games have to be multiplayer. No, they you can't have a single-player fighting game. Yes, no, you, they yes, don't. you it's a, just... it's a brawler if it's not. Is, is uh, Streets of Rage a fighting game? No, it's a brawler. Action game. Well, uh, d- well, this is a semantic argument. I, I think I, I just I'm I not even trying to be like an asshole. I just think of fighting games as like competitive fighting games. I would like, consider is not competitive. I would say Brawler is a subset of the larger set of fighting games. Another subset of which would be one-on-one fighting games. Oh man, I think of Brawler as a subset of action games. I think of fighting just as a, its own thing. And then well, fighting games, you have is, arcade action, fighting games. Well, action have... is even higher. Actually, that's why it's bullshit that they're all they've all got distinct categories. Hey, I think we do. We all agree that it's bullshit. So action good. is just the the even higher umbrella term that also goes into action adventure and like nine thousand other things. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know. Like we've talked in the past of of like game genres need new names, yes. but I feel like game genres are even more arbitrary than like at least when it comes to like movies or something like you could generally agree something's a horror movie or a comedy or an action movie but with this it's just like what the fuck like I it just feels like we came up with these genre names when the medium was in its influence or uh, infancy and we we're just like well let's just keep going i would argue that sifu is focused on the meat and potatoes of fighting as in timing deciding when to block and parry and meeting uh, uh, countering attacks with other specific attacks. It is entirely focused on the process of fighting. Isn't every FromSoft game the same thing? Yes. Oh no, I've, I've, don't tell me FromSoft's here. Don't tell me Elden Ring's your favorite fighting game. We've already established this is all bullshit. It is all bullshit. It's all bullshit and we're all gonna die uh, soon and this is terrible. I think fighting implies bare fists. Okay. That, Do you think the that, Batman games are fighting? Like the good Batman games? Oh, for God's sake. Um, no, they're action adventure. There's more to it than this fighting. This is true. Okay. That's fine. Although I guess what would you call Gotham Knights? Also, Gotham Knights, zero nominations, Yancy. How do you feel Well, there's a surprise. There's a, <laughs> there's a shocking snub. No awards for the game that was a pile of shit that nobody liked. Hey, maybe this industry will be all right after all. Um, it then uh, it zigged. In the just most anticipated game of next year. I'm just going in order they rat them out. So yeah, what do you all... think of what do you think are the five most hyped games of next year? Ever the bullshittiest of the bullshitty uh awards. Also, several of these were also the most hyped games of twenty twenty two uh one year ago. Hang on, I need to remind myself of what's been announced for next year. Twenty twenty three. Hmm. La 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 la. Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. Ha 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 ha. Just uh, scrolling down here. Resident Evil Four remake. Correct. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, uh, the new Assassin's Creed, maybe? Uh, no. Okay. Everyone's sick of their shit. Everyone is sick of uh, of their shit. Uh, the next of the next three games, two are in uh, beloved franchises, and one is from uh, a beloved developer. And the, that the the one from a beloved developer was supposed to release three days ago. Hmm. I'm not entirely sure. If you, were, if you remember, uh, almost two years ago, a duff flag was planted in the sand for a game to come out on 11-11-22. Well, and I guess I wasn't paying attention when that happened. That was Starfield. Oh. And yeah. then the uh, games in beloved franchises are Final Fantasy sixteen and oh. uh, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, probably wouldn't have guessed those. Uh, no noms for Suicide Squad killed the Justice League then. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Gotham Knights took all the wind out of uh, their sails. There's also been a lot of hullabaloo about uh, trouble at uh, uh, Rocks, uh, not Rockstar, um, Rocksteady, Rock the developer, yeah. the, the founders left, and that game, Wait, uh, so they haven't made a game in almost a decade, which isn't great. Wait, Rocksteady Games isn't Rocksteady? Beautiful. <laughs> I was wondering if Callisto Protocol would come up, but then I suddenly remembered that's uh, later this year. So that's, yeah. A, yeah, that's that's on the list of games um, that just haven't been released yet. So yeah. games it, that will just be forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, which still, I guess is just, that's, that's how this thing works. It still um, feels like the really big hits have been yet to come this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had... Uh, uh, a new category, best adaptation, which is just like best movie or TV show based on a game. Uh, had some bad nominees like the Cuphead show and Uncharted, uh, the second Sonic movie, and then Arcane and Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which I think one of those two would win because they're both yeah. very good. And they're I'm going to like uh, say Edge Runners would be my pick. Yeah, we haven't really talked about our picks for winners here, have we? We haven't. No. We could do that. We'll do that for the maybe for the last couple because we have game direction and game of the year, which are the two biggies. Oh, game direction, another bullshit thing category. Yeah, um, best family game. Uh, this was the Nintendo category. Ah, okay. uh, four first party Nintendo games and one game that is also on the Switch. Well, I'm assuming Bayonetta three isn't on there. Bayonetta three is is not. Although there is the naive angel mode where I think you could play it without showing the hoo has to your children. Yeah, I noticed that. I saw it when I was starting the game, and I was like, so do we just skip straight to the end? Is that how that works? <laughs> just it's, just, it's just Bayonetta and the antagonist having a nice little coffee. I mean, how could they get away from... I mean, I assume they did the pole dancing stuff without the clothes flying off, but it's still pole dancing. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. Splatoon 3, obviously. Best for... Uh, Correct. Nominations. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? A game you reviewed there? very recently. Oh, hang on. Uh, I mean, extremely recently. Oh, Mario and Rapids. Correct. Yeah. 
What else was uh, a game from the spring that I adored? And again, I think you missed, although I was wrong about Sifu. Was so it Kirby? Nintendo, it was Kirby. Yeah, I didn't. When are you going to go back and do the Kirby review? Probably never. Uh, Pokemon. Was that the other one? Uh, no. So Pokemon. Uh, oh, no, the old Pokemon. New Pokemon missed the cutoff because there's a Pokemon game that comes out at the end of the week. But oh. no, not old Pokemon. Uh, Nintendo Switch Sports with I don't know, whatever. Okay. Um, and then Lego Skywalker Saga. All right. Yeah. No, yeah. Lego. Yeah. Always a safe yeah. bet. Um, and uh, I'm not going to uh, go over the mobile ones because Marvel Snap got nominated. Marvel Snap will win. Have you played Marvel Snap, Yahtzee? Nope. Still not. Are you going to play Marvel Snap? Probably not. You're missing out on okay. uh, one of the 10 best games of the year. Well, that's my life uh, hanging in ruins. <laughs> uh, I'm going to skip all six esports categories because neither of us understand how those work. Nope. Correct. Uh, so for our last big two, game direction. Five games that are best game direction. See, this can mean a few things. It usually... Uh, uh, they focus on games that have like a strong sort of auteur sort of sense to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say one of these games have a strong auteur sense to it. Hmm. Uh, to to break it down, I will say it's three AAA games and two indie games. Okay, I'm going to say Stray is in this one. Correct, one of the indies. Okay, and the other one would be. Tunic. No. Shit. Yeah. All right, best direction. Uh, Think of of it as literal direction, like... As in going (laughs) down a linear path? No, literal direction as in, like, think of, like, the Oscars giving best direction. Uh, That would be our our live-action friend, uh, uh, Immortality. Oh, okay. I was going to say Horizon Forbidden West just because there's a direction in the title. Uh, that is literal. That that is one of the three AAAs. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Uh, what else? Plague Tale. Uh, no, Plague Tale. Plague Tale got snubbed. Uh, so uh, not snubbed, but just didn't oh. didn't make it. So uh, the other two were the other two big games that we've mentioned in almost every category Elden so Ring. far. Yep. God of War. Yep. Okay. So those will be it. Uh, of those, what do you think will win Best Direction? I am going to say they're going to give that to Elden Ring because they're going to okay. give everything else to God of War. Interesting. So you think they're going to split the vote and be able to be like, here you go, Miyazaki, enjoy your Best Direction while we yeah, give God of War Best Game of the Year. Yeah, because there's actually a name attached to Elden Ring. That's true. Who made God of War? Uh, and then uh, moving on to Game Don't of the Year. Don't move on. Answer the question. Who made God of oh. War? Give me a name. Oh, uh, Sunny Santa Monica. Yes, oh, Eric uh, Eric Williams, I believe? Who the fuck's that? God of War Ragnarok game director. I believe it's Eric Williams. And that's why it's not Eric Williams, win. yeah. And that's why it's not going to win Best Direction. I knew who it was. Yeah, well, uh, yeah Corey Barlog did not uh, make this one. Also, Corey Balrog is a monster in the minds of Moria. That's not a real person, Chad. Oh, all right, then. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I think it's going to be... Uh, I think it's going to be Immortality. Best Direction? No. Best Direction. No. That back. had so many cameras. They're going to give Best Narrative to that. Um, I hope they do. I think it's going to be Best Direction. Best Performance, probably a given for Immortality. Because it's the I only think, one that I incorporates think... both face and voice. Uh, this is true. 
Um, I hope it's Immortality. And then we go to Game of the Year. Uh, it has four of the same nominees. Elden Ring, God of War. Yes. Uh, what was all the other ones? Horizon. Uh, Horizon. And the cat game. And Stray. Uh, Immortality, not nominated for Game of the Year. Oh my goodness. Do they have a token indie in there? Uh, Stray is the token indie. Oh, okay. And so there's two more AAA games. Hmm. One is Weeby, and neither of us played, and is aforementioned, that's the Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Oh, okay. And then uh, one is a game that we vehemently disagreed on a few weeks ago. Plague that Tale. involves if you would kill your brother. Yeah. Uh, yes. So the six are Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, uh, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Well, God of War didn't come out soon enough, so it's going to be Elden Ring for that one as well. Okay. If they give it to God of War, everyone's going to call bullshit because that was that was far too late into the running. Elden Ring has uh, been like living rent-free in our heads for the whole year, so... You know, by the strict definition of the phrase, it certainly is game of 2022. Uh, I do think Elden Ring is going to win, and Elden Ring would probably be my pick for game of the year. Yeah. Uh, that being said, the God of War thing, uh, uh, it might have the new car smell to it. It th This would probably be the game that all of the voters finished like two days before they cast their votes. Yeah, but they don't want to be... Uh, they don't want to be full victim to like the retrospective thing where in a few months time people go oh wait a minute once everyone's played it everyone's gonna go, oh wait actually it kind of sucks yeah so you know and it's hard to predict where the wind will blow like immediately after something's released so i think yeah. they're, gonna, they're going to avoid it for that reason they're gonna go i, I do i do agree with you i was i was mostly devil's advocating there and like it's been what nine months or so since elden ring and I don't feel like there's been a critical backlash to it. I no, think everyone's kind of like, yeah, that game was like really fucking good. Whereas, you know, they probably cast these votes before reviews even went out for Elden Ring, or for God of War. So yeah. like, they didn't even know like what the general consensus would be. And like, sure enough, the general consensus was it scored very high and everyone who's playing it seems to enjoy it in some modicum, even though to me, so far to me, it just seems like more God of War, okay. which like, yeah. So yep. because they're going to give it to Elden Ring, they're going to give pretty much everything else to God of War, I think. Best, uh... Yeah, I mean, you think God of War is... So wait, you think Game of the Year is going to be Elden Ring, and do you think Game Direction will be God of War? Or do you think hmm. Elden Ring will win both? So I, what, I what, do you, what do you think I think that will still be Elden Ring. I think all the other bullshit stuff will be God of War. Like best, yeah. best uh, action-adventure. Sure, sure. Yeah, best music. Yeah. Uh, all that stuff. Um... I think, yeah, I think it's going to be Elden Ring as well. I agree. Okay. Uh, going over a couple snubs before we move into chat. Uh, snubs, no, just, uh, what's that? Uh, I mean, it's been 40 minutes before the chat, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I just wanted to, so I have a, a couple of, so snubs. Uh, games that came out this year that just didn't get nominated that, I, again, I cannot believe came out this year. No. Uh, Dying Light 2, refused to believe Dying Light 2 came out this year. Refuse. Well, it's. It, I guess it was uh, hard to get that to stand out against yeah. shit with much more uh, uh, idiosyncratic theming. Uh, yeah, uh, Dying yeah. Light Two really felt like you know AAA game. The game. It's a mm -hmm. zombie apocalypse where you know, stealth action adventure open world. And there's, yeah. there's nothing about it that stands out. 
Um, yeah, and I definitely wasn't, I wouldn't have nominated it for anything. Uh, but uh, Casey in the chat said, did Sifu get nominated for anything? Yes, a bunch of nominees. Uh, Sifu got nominated for both action game and fighting game. And go back yeah. like 20 minutes where we argue whether it's a fighting game or not. Yeah, Casey. watch the VODs <laughs> like everyone else, Casey. Then you can oh, barge no. in here and Oh no, Sigmar! Just because you're a contributor. Jeez, we're tearing man. This, we're read tearing the, this party apart. Read the room. Um, okay, men what else? Mentioned Gotham Knights. Uh, no Babylon's Fall. How do you feel about that? Well, uh, sarcastically, I'm very surprised. Um, no okay. Saints Row, to the surprise of no one. No. Hardship Space Breaker. That was a game you really liked. Or Hard Space Ship Breaker. I don't know what the game is called. I liked it, but it's not award material. Okay. That felt like a game that a lot of people liked, and I thought it'd at least get a nomination somewhere for, like, you know what, best you know what, ship. You know what did feel like award bait? And has been snubbed. Trek to Yomi. Yeah, I just don't think that had like I, I really didn't enjoy it, which is like I love. Well, I wanted to love it. Like yeah. I love. I should have loved everything about it. But in the long run, it just wasn't very good. But uh, uh, if anything would have been angling for an art direction nom, it was that. Yeah, because that game sort of hung its hat on uh, art direction. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I mentioned uh, Tiny Kin. Uh, Vampire Survivors felt like a game that was really talked about that didn't. They they aren't they never they never back pixel art games at the Game Awards. Uh, interesting. That is that's that's actually kind of true. Because um, they they because they're all in bed with the graphics hardware people, and they've got to push the lie that games have to have. Who's to they? This is just a bunch of a bunch the, of critics. The system, man. There's no system. Now you're being mainstream you're being gaming a... media has been in bed with the publishers for decades, man. That's not true at all. That's a that's you sound like an internet boy. That's what you sound like. You sound like a boy on the internet. I am nothing if not an internet boy. <laughs> uh, immortality uh, wasn't nominated for game of the year, even though it was nominated for almost everything, which including direction, which just well, seems well for it to, to be game of the year. It would need to be a game first. Oh, oh internet boy's back. <laughs> internet boy is back. Uh, and then also, <laughs> I'm assuming this is going to be uh, snubbed because of timing. But uh, Sonic Frontiers. Well, it could, it's that all because it's actually kind of shit. Uh, that, well, that's clearly not true. It's, so it's got to be timing. It's got to be timing, right? It's got to be timing. Well, wait, be timing. For, wait for my review next week. <laughs> wait for my review. 10 out of 10, 10 thumbs up. Go and buy it on your new graphics card sponsored what by is, uh, NVIDIA. What is wrong with you, serious? Uh, one game that is... Okay, so going over stuff that hasn't come out yet that will be snubbed. Uh, High on Life, which is the 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 game by uh, the guy. Yes, the um, Justin Roiland's game. Yep, with the yep. Guns so that, that doesn't come out for like another month, so uh, well, maybe that could be nominated for a story or something. Kind of understandably snubbed that one. Yeah, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. Uh, that's the the upcoming uh, the game by the XCOM yep. folks. Yeah, Callisto Protocol. Callisto um, Protocol, Pokemon, and the most interesting because reviews came out today and it got fucking tens across the board was Pentiment. And that's the uh, that's the game from Obsidian and Josh Sawyer, sort of like the small Disco Elysium esque murder mystery. I played that um, for a while. It was uh, kind of interesting, but I I just I guess I just you know couldn't stick with it because I have to play with bigger titles. And yeah, I wasn't. I'm not that in. Wasn't that interested that I felt like I really wanted to get back to it in my spare time. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to play it. Hits uh, Game Pass, I believe, tomorrow. Um, and uh, yeah, a couple of people, people I know who finished it um, really, really adored it. So I'm, I'm interested. Hmm. 
Well, that's another one that could have been a shoe in for best art direction. A best story prior narrative or something. Uh, yeah, that just definitely seems like it was not in uh, people's hands, which, again, maybe the whole thing is kind of dumb. If we're doing game of the year, then the games that come out in the last two months of the year aren't eligible because that's the game of the 10 months. Yeah. Like and by the time next year comes around, no one's going to be thinking about Pentiment a year from now. Like, hmm. yeah. All right. Super chat. Shall we just super chat then? I, I a, think so. We might be running a wee bit behind. Let's get let's get those chitty chats in. I gotta take this dog for a walk. <gasps> is that a okay. euphemism or is that an actual dog? Okay, I'm starting on the like the monetization list. So as always, stop me if I miss any super chat. I mean I uh, member chats. I'll try my hardest. Uh, Fred E gives four ninety nine dollars and says, "I'm three quarters of the way through my first draft of my first novel. Gladly and painfully learning how rough a first draft is. Thanks both for writing advice. Yeah, of course it's rough. It's a first draft. That's what first yeah. drafts are for." Have you, you ever heard the term sloppy copy for a first draft? Uh, can't say I have. Okay, cause I use that a lot, and people give me a weird look when I do. Because, uh, you know, you just have to, you know, you're obviously going to be feeling bad as you write the first draft, because it's going to be shit. You're going to be looking mm -hmm. over and going, God, this shit that I'm writing is shit. That's why you don't show it to anyone. That's what the second draft's for. You can go yeah. over it and make it less shit once you've figured out where it's going and what it's about. So, you know, hang in there. Yeah. Uh, also, rewriting is always a really... Uh, rewriting is probably my favorite part of writing. Yeah, I'm most of the way through the draft for We'll Leave the Galaxy for Good, and honestly, I kind of hate how it's turning out, so I'm really mm -hmm. looking forward to the second draft phase of this one. Uh, Karuta Cowboy, uh, 70 Zars, uh, mm -hmm. I think that's the South African one, yep. to say, I think the fun of award shows comes from discussing them, making jokes about the bad choices and discussing stroke predicting what will eventually win is always enjoyable to me. Yeah, I think the award shows serve a purpose in much the way the Academy Awards do, but films also have shit like the Cannes Film Festival where, you know, yeah, people actually do take it seriously. And I feel like video games needs more yeah. of that kind of thing. Yeah, do we have what, like the BAFTAs or the, the, the game, the GDC awards, I guess? Yeah, I guess GDCs, because it's more developer focused, is a little more legit. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but I, I also agree that the, the best part of these is a spoofing and goofing and like, don't take any of this seriously. Like, don't get actually mad at these awards. Who, who gives a shit? We need, as I say, like uh, the equivalent of the Cannes Film Festival where we have just this thing for high level, you know, cutting edge game design focused stuff narrative focused stuff and people just like work on things for years specifically to show them at this specific festival yeah i think one of the tough things is um any film critic can sit in a movie and uh, give an educated review of a movie but like there's just some games that like there's some genres you and I like aren't equipped to talk about. Like you and I aren't equipped to talk about fucking MOBAs or multi like multiplayer stuff. Like well, it's just not in our purview. And and I think the people who probably are super equipped are people I probably wouldn't care about hearing their thoughts on narrative. Or so there needs to be a thing, different so. festival stroke award ceremony for every niche of gaming. There needs to be one for the um like the live service pe liking people. One yeah. for people who like narrative focused uh, primary loot focused design like me. Yeah. I mean, one, one for pretentious for, idiots like me. One for pretentious fuckwits. One for publisher yeah. fuckwits where they just hand yeah. out money oh, hand out awards to the richest cunts in the room. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. The Nintendo awards. Think about that. Yeah. Just Nintendo gives itself a lot of prizes and then 
sits in a room by itself playing with one of those batten balls on a string. <laughs> I think that sounds wonderful. Oh no, but which award show does Sifu go to? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Okay. Dylan Cunts with 499 US says, I feel like Elden Ring has this year in the bag. God of War being the major competition, despite just meeting the deadline by a week or two. Yeah, yep. we've been over that. I'd be I'd be pretty shocked if Elden Ring didn't win. Also, like God of War won, the God of War 2018 won, and unless God of War 2 does something crazy in its back half, its first half just feels like more God of War. I'm going to say... Although I guess you could say the same thing about Elden Ring. I'm going to say, if it's a choice between for Game of the Year between something that's entirely new like Elden Ring or a sequel then they're going to go for yeah. the entirely new thing because uh, I feel yeah. like going for the sequel feels less legit to these sorts of people. Yeah. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. I feel. Yeah, I agree with you. Anyway, Dylan Cunts then comes back with another 499 and says, Also, I recently picked up a Valve Index. Any VR games you'd recommend besides Half-Life Alex? That's, a, that's totally a you question. I'm not a big uh, VR person. Well, Boneworks went down pretty well. Uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners isn't too bad. Uh, depends on the sort of things you like, I suppose. A lot of people like... Uh, what's it called? Beat Saber. And it's good exercise as well. Yeah. And if you like getting exercises and rhythm games, there's also a game called Ragnar Rock, which is uh, like Beat Saber, but for like Viking metal, which I tend to prefer sometimes. <laughs> yeah i think do you think that might be one of the problems with vr is that if someone's like i just got a switch what should i play everyone's like oh breath of the wild and mario odyssey and mario kart and smash mm. whereas with vr it's kind of this like weird stumbling block of like well i guess half-life alex but it gets kind of scary and if you want a good workout i guess beat saber and like there's no you know if someone's like i got bought a ps4 you could be like oh try uh, persona and god of war and the last of us well um, vr is like a whole different it's like a whole platform with a whole range of experiences so i'd say yeah it's more equivalent to saying hey i've just bought a dinner table what food should i eat on it i guess that's true or i got a blu-ray player what should i get yeah yeah i got a dinner <laughs> table what should, what would you if someone said i got a dinner table what should i eat on it what would you say i'd say my ass you should eat my ass on that dinner table. Is it a load-bearing dinner table? Well, let's hope. Uh, Wesley Thomas gives five Canadian dollars and says, why do they have a Game of the Year awards when they don't make good games anymore? Ooh, check out Edgemaster over here. They they still make good games, they just don't they nominate the right games. ones, Wesley Thomas. They nominate some of the right ones. Pay attention to something other than mainstream AAA review circles. Yeah, also Elden Ring is a very good game. And it got a lot of nominations. And Elden Ring yeah. is just, Elden Ring's wonderful. You know how I always complain when people say, oh, this is an objectively good game? Mm -hmm. That's what Elden Ring feels like to me. It is an objectively good game. It might not be a subjectively good game. Yeah. But there you go. There you go. I like it. I mean, for, for sheer effort alone, it's an objectively good game. 
Dylan Cunts, again, Christ, we can't get rid of you. Gives gives nine ninety nine and says, I just started looking into past game awards shows. When do you guys think the last time any of the awarded games generally deserved the award they got and weren't just stroking off the developers? Uh, you know, I'm gonna say I think it takes two, arguably. Yeah, I was about to say a while. Yeah. yeah. It takes two, probably uh, deserved the recognition there. Yeah, of all the ones we talked about at the top of the show, Dragon Age was the only one that like truly stuck out to me as strange because the yeah. rest of the games, like even if they weren't my cup of tea, like Sekiro, I fucking could not get into that loop. But like, hell yeah, give FromSoft an award. Cool by me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't, I, I don't think they like, I think the Game Awards has gotten it right more often than like the Oscars have. I think there's more examples of the Oscars completely oh, like yeah. shit in the bed on, on movies. Remember when the artist won big won oh, best picture? God, it doesn't even, even have voices. You, get that out of here. Do you even remember what the artist is? Black and white, it was French, and I don't give a shit about it. There you go. Uh, Mark Davis gives £4.49 and says, Shout out for Road Warden, a text-based RPG. Came out this year, similar to Disco Elysium and Citizen Sleeper. Well written. Yahtzee might like it. Okay. I literally have not even heard of Road Warden. Yeah, me neither. Rest of my year's booked up anyway. Yeah, you got too much Sonic on your plate. Um, Sonic's, I'm past. I'm starting God of War this afternoon. Oh, there's, already, a lot of, there's a lot I've, more. I've, fin- more I've played Sonic. Sonic Frontiers to completion, and by crikey, do I have opinions? Do can you say if you cried? Like, did it? Did you get emotional when you saved Knuckles from his cyber prison? <laughs> I was in floods, just not <laughs> just in just not of tears. Uh, um. Uh, I Rob, think we have a member. Uh, a member, yeah, from Rob Mace. Yeah, oh, do you have yeah. the member ones? Okay. Yeah, I'm onto the. I've managed to get to the bit of the super chats where I can go back to the actual chat window now. Wunderbar. Rob Mace, a member for six months in early access, says unrelated. Ryan Styles or Colin Mockery? I'd go for Ryan Styles because I prefer the taller gentleman. Ooh, are they? Uh, recurring uh, contestants on whose line is it anyway? Gotcha. There you go. Is that show still going out? Because that was it like, is. Uh, 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 f- f- uh, an acquaintance of mine is is on it. She used to write for Game Informer and is now a podcaster and writer for. Um, uh, uh, she has like an anime and a video game podcast, but she's on it. Yeah, and, and she performs- occasionally and she'll randomly just like tweet like I'm going to be on it. Yeah. And she performs on whose line, eh? Hmm. Uh, occasionally, yeah. Uh, prongs. Member for 18 months in early access says thanks for all the content over the years, man. You're welcome, Prongs. Thank you, Prongs. Uh, Spectable gives $2 and says, why is no one paying attention to Potionomics? I don't well, know. What is, what sorry, is nobody gave a tongue bath to your personal favorite game, Spectable. What's Potionomics? Is that a game? <laughs> I assume. Is that like... No, it's a different game, isn't it? There's like a game with that came out fairly recently that's something potions. Uh, well, wasn't there, there, there was like, uh, al- there's like an alchemy game or some shit like that. I don't oh, know. I was thinking, I was thinking of on. potion permit. Potionomics is a different thing. Gotcha. Uh, potionomics looks vaguely weeby. You inherit your uncle's potion shop with a huge, oh, it just, it just kind of looks like uh, Stardew yeah. Valley, but it's you're just, a, a, po- a potioner. Uh, yeah, it's a shop, it's a shop management game. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's a lot of those. Uh, Andy Inako 
gives $5 and says, Stretch goal, affordable universal healthcare where you get to choose your doctor. Or maybe a live stream or something. Either or, really. Well, I, that's not I really our purview, Andy and, Andy and Echo. But we'll be sure to write to our members of Congress. <laughs> and your $5 will help that. Yes. It'll pay for a stamp. I almost said write to my MP there, but then I remembered I don't live in Britain. Isn't true. Indie Butt gives one ninety nine and says, Trying out a silly name, what do you think? Well, it's no Dixie Normus, Indie Butt. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good, though. Like, uh, it is no Dixie Normus, though. Yeah. Or, or fill my ass up. up. Or fill my ass up, yeah. Yeah, just a couple of legends. It's not, it's not even a pun. It's, you just put the word butt in there. Also, Nick oh, just said... Oh, it is uh, a pun, actually. I just, I just got it. In the butt. Oh, that works. Indie butt. Yeah, I wasn't that... I don't, I, it, yeah. See, Dixie Normus and fill my ass up, that just provokes an immediate visceral reaction in the way Indie Butt does not. Yeah. Also, Indie Butt just sounds like shitty like shitty indie games. Yeah. Like, we should just do a weekly show called Indie Butt. Like, we played this indie game, we didn't like it. It's yeah, indie butt. actually, that's a great idea. Thanks for the idea, Indie Butt. We could run it alongside Weeb Shit. How about that? Also in the chat, Cody Oliver says, Hey Marty, your camera focus is fucky. My camera focus seems fine to me. Also, fucky is a very funny term to me. F-U-C-K-Y. Can't just say fucky. <laughs> you can say fucky. <laughs> is a, my camera focus fucky? It's a nice, convenient uh, adjective form. But not you if know, someone's like... like troubleshooting you can't be like my computer is acting all fucky like i'm not gonna yeah, know what does that, that mean how do, it's like how? it's like saying something's sucky you understand the meaning of the word sucky right i do so it's fucky's just that really funny. it's just that but with a with fuck <laughs> anyway john connor with five Canadian dollars says surprised grounded didn't get up there for multiplayer or anything thought it was a fresh yeah. concept that was executed really well well maybe its mistake was to be in early access for too long sort of lost all its buzz yeah, no, really access for no pun long intended. Time. Are there bees in that game? I assume there's every other insect. <laughs> yeah, it's like a backyard. Yeah, uh, Gantoris also animal insects besides bees make buzzing noises. Like uh, that's buzz. true. That's true. I yeah, that was that was like buzz systemy. I'm sorry. Gantoris, member for six months in early access, says game awards are a trailer focused sham. They sure are. I'm excited to that, see the that would have been a that would have had more impact if you'd posted it literally anywhere else. I think Gantoris, because <laughs> yeah, you're, you're preaching to the choir. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the definition of preaching to the choir, <laughs> if anything. Snake in the Garden gives five euros. I, sorry, I'm just distracted because I left Potionomics on like its theme page in the background, and actually, I kind of like the visual style it's going for there. <gasps> What if that what if that two dollar donation ends up getting you over the edge to play a potionomics? Well I was thinking of trying out potions permit because uh I mm. just wanted something to dick around with on the laptop. Nick, put potionomics in our in our Steam account. Anyway. Thank you, uh, Nick. where was I? Stick it uh, I was able to dick around in Iron Lung on the laptop, but that was Ooh. really short, so now I need another thing. Yeah. Uh, Snake in the Garden gives five euros and says, Cozy games rarely captured besides the BAFTAs, only action indies. The awards definitely focus more on traditional action games in general. Yeah, that's a good point. 
Yeah, that is a really good point. I mentioned in Extra Punctuation a while back that cozy games feel like the next big thing. Do you think they need a new Yeah, I guess what was the last, like, what was the last cozy game to... Would you say Spirit Pharaoh was a cozy game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, more recently there's been Disney Dreamlight Valley. So, uh, there was uh, Bear and Breakfast, My Time at Porsche, that got a sequel. Uh, there's a whole bunch of things. Yeah, Harvestella just came out, Rachel said in the chat, which oh, I think yeah. everyone kind of slept on because it just plurped out. There should be another nomination for that sort of thing. Stick Hard Space Shipbreaker in there as well for, you know, just uh, turn your brain off cozy podcast listening to games. Yeah. Yeah, Unpacking last year, Toem. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, they're never going to get uh, norms in this sort of thing because they're not, you know, they're not flamboyant and noticeable enough. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say they, you know, just on a purely by-the-hour basis, something like Stardew Valley probably gets like a million times the playtime of something like God of War. Yeah. Everyone's got like a thousand hours dicking around time on it. Uh, Prongs comes back with 499 and says, do you have plans to review Moonbreaker, Subnautica developer and author Brandon Sanderson? Uh, that's the first I've heard of it, to be honest. It's, uh, I believe it's an early access and it's like, uh, it's a, a game where you like build your own little like, like tabletop RPG models. I think mm. we did like a, I think Frost did a stream of it um, somewhat recently. It's like a tactics game where you build your little models. Okay. It's an early access, so I don't think okay. you have to worry about it for a uh, while. Yeah, I don't, I don't play early access. Cedar uh, Gior gives 499 says, I understand why the FF Pixel remasters didn't get nominated, but they deserve recognition for their soundtracks. Absolutely gorgeous. Okay. The soundtracks were from 30 years ago. Were they? And Final Fantasy. Like, those, like that's like saying Final Fantasy VI deserves best music they, of the year. They didn't remaster the soundtracks? For the remasters? I mean, do you think a remastered soundtrack deserves... Well, it depends how much they remastered it, year? They remastered yeah. it with, like, a, an orchestra and made it a million times yeah. more elaborate. I mean, I guess Final Fantasy VII Remake, I thought, had an amazing soundtrack, and that was, like, ostensibly remastered and retweaked and retooled Final Fantasy VII music, so... There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> Captain Loin, $5 says uh dragon age inquisition beating shadow of mordor dark souls 2 hearthstone and bayonetta 2 in 2014 still feels like an awkward backroom compromise also yeah, none of those games winning feel like <laughs> if those are the five nominees that was like a weird year yeah i remember i remember that being a weird year because shadow of mordor ended up being my game of the year from that year yeah and, and any other year it probably wouldn't have uh gotten that uh accolade yeah, Dark Souls 2 was, was a, a pretty polarizing game and, yeah, and remains. It's, it's the weird red-headed stepchild of the Dark Souls franchise. Yeah, it's funny because of those five games, probably the one with the longest legacy is Hearthstone, if only because it helped oh. birth this deck-building, um, kind of burgeoning deck-building subgenre with stuff like Slay the Spire and Monster Train and even po uh, Marvel Snap now. Well, they'll probably stick it in uh, the best live service category these days. Yeah. Whatever that one is these days, whatever they're calling it. Best online best ongoing, game. Best ongoing, ongoing game. game. Sorry. Yeah. Spode Razer gives $5. It says, first time catching one live feels good, man. If you had to create your own category for the awards, what would you choose? Uh, best game that didn't get any noms anywhere else. But then if it gets nominated, does it? Best game where it's hard to, be to pin down what specific thing it's good about <laughs> it. 
I kind of like cozy game. Cozy game. Honestly, I like co- best cozy game. Like best, like best feel good, best feel good game. Nicest feelings coming out of the game. Nicest game. Just go. What's the nicest game? What do you think the nicest game of the year has been so far? I think Stray was a nice game. Uh, well, a few years back, Spirit Pharaoh would have been a shoe in. Oh, that was such a nice game. Oh, incredibly nice game. Just a nice, pleasant game where nice things happen and everything's fine. Sometimes we uh, just best, best nice game. I like that. Probably one of the many, many farming simulators. Yes. I haven't played Harvest Ella. I, had, I remember there was like a bit of buzz on that a while back. Did that turn out good? Uh, I think it got kind of middling middling yeah. reviews um squares just really spread themselves thin just doing doing a whole lot which i feel like pump the brakes well at least, at least doing, fewer games well at least they're not uh being like rock steady at least they're putting shit out at least they are making games this is true um, yeah a short hike uh, uh stake the garden a short hike would be a perfect game for um um nicest game that game's very nice just nice just nice. kirby extremely nice very nice indeed maybe a hard space ship breaker there you go. Nice. Although, you know, there's some harrowing plot elements, but in the end, it all turns out nice. It's all nice. Yeah. Uh, Cedar Giar, member for six months in early access, uses their member chat to say, is it a load-bearing table is so funny, A+. plus." There you go. I a little it. round of applause for your little Aww, joke. Aw, little pat on the back for a joke about eating ass on a table. <laughs> Uh, Hunter Roge gives $10 and says, Honestly, really only played Elden Ring as far as newer stuff goes. Nothing really to add, but here's 10 bucks anyway. Always appreciated, Hunter Roge. It's and how we congrats for playing the... Elden Ring, because that game rules. Well, it's not really an achievement. You don't really congratulate someone for doing that. I mean, it's congratulations like of for of <laughs> participating in the thing everyone else participated in. Exactly. <laughs> Excuse me. Well done. Cody450 gives $2. It says, Bad Dad the Game 2 is less than Maidenless Cheek Clapping. So that's God of War 2 less than Elden Ring. There. Yeah. Yeah. Although I feel like most games we played this year have bad dads. Like Elden Ring has some bad, has some bad fathers in it. Well, you've got to assume if there's any assholes around, a bad dad was involved. Yeah. This is true. I guess, yeah, we don't, we don't know a lot about a Plague Tales dad. Well, I think he was in the first game, maybe, actually. Oh, no, he was a good dad, but then he got, like, killed off in the first five minutes. Well, good I dad was bad in the sense that he doesn't smell very nice anymore. This is... <laughs> anyway, Alex English, member for six months in early access, says, uh, Yati Marty, with, like, at symbols next to them, like their Twitter handles, although they aren't. <laughs> what is your game of the year? Well, you'll have to wait for the Year Zero Punctuation Awards for that. Although it's going to be tough. Because, you know, I don't feel right giving it to Elden Ring because I'd never finished it and I'm not sure how I feel about it in, like, retrospect. Mm. I, by the end of it, I don't think I was having fun with it. Then don't give it something else. I will, probably. Give the Neon White. That has a beach. That has a beach episode. It's it's possible that Neon White will get it. Who knows? Is it possible Sonic gets it? That I would not consider a high possibility. In the until world. we see the review on Wednesday, it's possible still. Okay, maybe I've just been like, deliberately wrong-footing you this whole time, and it's a forty-eight it's hours amazing. of possibility. This is gonna be a great two days. Well, uh, 
a week because it's Bayonetta 3 first. Oh my god, this is going to be a great nine days. Oh, and what a time to be alive. And then it's only one day. Uh, Ghost, welcome to Early Access. Thank uh, you, Ghost. Dick, Dick Earthquake gives 499 and says, Yeah, since you try a lot of weird games, did you try growing your grandpa? No, I didn't try that one. Actually. Is the, ga- the game is called Growing Your Grandpa? Mm, yeah, name rings a bell. But, a game uh, could, I feel like a game called Growing Your Grandpa could be nice. Yeah, well, uh, anything grandpa adjacent ooh, is probably nice. Game doesn't look. Nope, game's definitely not nice. Oh, okay. game is hundred percent not nice. It's Cronenberg-inspired point-and-click adventure. This is oh, terrifying. This is the opposite of nice. That doesn't sound nice at all. Yeah, this would be. They could also be not nice. Like Scorn would be the not nice game of the year. Definitely. Yeah. It's a lot of things, but it's certainly not nice. The mm-hmm. dogmatic director gives two dollars and says, "Heard about Faith, the Unholy Trinity." I'm just Googling a lot of games. No, I don't know that. Is that just that's, about religion? Yeah, that's like a retro-style indie horror stuff. Mm. Uh, I think I remember seeing videos of it back when it was just on itch.io. Uh, okay, concept- it just released uh, in, in full release like a few weeks ago yeah, in yeah. October. It's concept horror stuff, like Iron Lung, I think. Gotcha. Oh, it looks spooky. Oh, blimey, they keep coming in. Toffee's never going to get his walk. Toffee. Cat Monolima gives $5 and says, I got here on time for once, but I don't have much to say this time since the newest games I've played were from the last month of last year. Well, thanks for wasting everyone's time, Cat Monolima. Ah, John thank Connor, you so much, Cat Monolima. John Connor gives five Canadian dollars and says, Enjoyed side quests. Is the next one going to be different members because of the deaths due to the wild incident? <laughs> spoiler well, warning, spoiler. John Connor. You didn't have to read it out. Uh, the idea of side quests is this is not like a campaign with these four characters. Side quests is a thing. There's going to be various side quests in the realm. So maybe yeah. we'll see a side quest with some of the characters from Times Quest. Maybe we'll, sub- we'll see them with some of the characters from the main crew. Maybe there'll be new folks playing new characters or old folks playing new characters. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but uh, more importantly, the main quest returns for members at least from Saturday. You didn't. You did. That doesn't have to be the more importantly. Well, it kind of is because it's the main quest as opposed to the side quest. Yeah, is, and it is the crew that raised several thousand dollars to fly to to Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah I agree. It is by definition more important. I don't. Okay, you don't have to say well, it like ad- that. Admittedly, you, we didn't get a fancy rap song at the end. How many raps did you have? You got zero raps. I mean, uh, we don't really have any rappers in the party. I could, I could do a rendition of my way if it's if it matters to people. That'll be the next stretch goal. Uh, Yahtzee does my way for the end of season three. Uh, Phil Myassup gives fifty Norwegian kroner. Good to see you, Phil Myassup. We were talking about you earlier. Speak of the devil, I suppose. I could it you. be that the G for a minute there? I thought that meant Georgia. I've been following fucking midterms news. Yeah. Could it be that the Game Awards gives the GA, Games Awards, gives indie games the time of day because they have to? The show feels very artificial. You only just picked up on that, did you, Fill My Ass Up? <laughs> well, I'm going to imitate your YouTube avatar now. Great job. Great don't job think it's... picking up on that. I don't think it's artificial because I think there is genuinely love for some of those indie games. However, yeah. I do feel like they always have to be like, all right, well, we're going to do four big boy games and then two small boy games. Yeah, and they've got to have some buzz and they can't be pixel art games. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you missed uh, Stake in the Garden's two euro donation prior to Shit! Film. Maybe best you- short game to encourage innovation. Mm, Ooh, maybe. I would like best game under two hours. I could fuck with that. Mm. 
Uh, Ghoul Hunter, Connor Smith, gives five euros and says, do you guys think it's fair for console exclusives to win Game of the Year? Yes. Well, I don't see why not. I mean... I mean, uh, maybe you're bitter because you couldn't afford a PS5, but uh, it doesn't affect the fact that it's a game and it does things. Also, like, th that means no Nintendo game ever could win Game of the Year. Yeah, there you go. <coughs> Nintendo has made several games of the year. Uh, Colin Zissins gives 10 Canadian dollars and says, Are the Game Awards TM the de facto Oscars for games? Yes, they are. I remember back in the day when a game would have a claim for winning XX Game of the Year awards. Is that not a thing anymore? Definitely still a thing. Well, it was because they'll have thing... Game of the Year editions of anything. It was more a thing when there weren't so many different media outlets. Like PC game, PC format Game of the Year actually meant something. You'd see yeah. the graphic on your books. Yeah. But now everyone gives out awards. There's not yeah. much point. Uh, I mean, it's also funny because uh, like a month ago, Ubisoft released the Far Cry 6 Game of the Year edition. Uh, Who the fuck gave Far Cry 6 Game of the Year? I don't think anybody did. And if they did, we need to sit them down and talk about them and, and say, yeah. hey, you, you maybe, did that. Maybe the, Far Cry 6, maybe the Far Cry Wiki gave Far Cry the, 6 Game of the Year. The, the, the Ubi blog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But, you know, what does being given Game of the Year by any news outlet mean anything it means anything besides mine that's his, he, he if his sonic isn't on it it's fucking moot moot uh, Dev Devinson gave us 499 and says was curious if you guys had any suggestions for small or not very talked about games that would be worth playing well check the right out, place yeah. Devinson yeah we did an episode uh, a couple couple weeks ago how long ago yeah. was that I'm gonna find the link to it and I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you, and you're gonna watch it, and it's gonna be great. Yeah, that play, sounded like a threat. That wasn't a threat. Play uh, uh, Iron Lung if you like your short concept horror stuff. Play Iron Lung. Where the fuck is this playlist? How do I find this show? Well, while you look for that, Richard Wells gives five dollars and says, "Did you try Tear Down? Great to see someone pushing voxel-based design and destruction physics. If it didn't set my graphics card on fire." I reviewed Tear Down Richard Wells, as you'd know if you were a serious fan. Wow. Fake fanboy. There you go. Uh, uh, here is the link. Obscure indie games from 2022 we'd recommend. Boom. There you go. That's like 90 minutes of us gibbing and gabbing. Although we talk shit about Game Awards coming out while there's still big games coming out. We did like a rundown of indie games uh, even earlier than the Game Awards. That's true. Did their game of the year. That's true, like a month ago. But we'll probably have another rundown. It's uh, fine. When it's, it's the fine. actual end of the year. We're not important. We just wanted to acknowledge uh, indie season before all the big AAA started coming out. Exactly. Oh, here we go. One more. Surge of Cinder gives five pounds and says, we haven't heard anything from Dylan Cunts in a while. Do we know if he's okay? <laughs> well, let's, let's hope he checks in another nine or ten times just to be sure. Dylan, I hope you I hope you're doing well, and I hope you have a great upcoming Thanksgiving holiday. Ooh, almost forgot. Right, that's well, next week. It's not this week. That's the end of the super chats, and that'll be the end of slightly something else. But if you like looking at my face and Marty's face, stick around because later today it'll be the third of our five Pulsar Lost Colony streams with Jack Packard, assuming he's feeling up to it. I think so. Uh, so tune in for that at 1.30 Pacific time. 
I feel like we're really uh, the the biscuit boys are really get hitting their stride when it comes to space adventures. There, we're figuring things out. We're understanding more about the ship, understanding more about ourselves. It's going to be great. It's yeah. going to be great. It's going to be like a, a, one of us is going to give a Picard speech before the end of this. I feel like it's probably going to be you. Well, I could. I could probably got the closest voice. <laughs> I, I think so. And, you don't have uh, the nasally Midwest accent, us two. What else we got coming up this week? Who doggy? Uh, later today, we'll have hidden gems with Jesse and Casey. Uh, half an hour after we finish up Pulsar tomorrow, we'll have the recap, which should probably just be Darren and I. But we'll be talking about Wakanda Forever, the new Black Panther movie, mm. uh, as well as uh, our thoughts on Andor. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have all sorts of stuff. Nick is probably not gonna be streaming the next few days because his desktop is currently being uh, fixed because it was very loud. So uh-huh. we're gonna figure that out. But we should be back. Yeah, we'll have breakout. We'll have we'll have uh, more Metal Gear streams. Probably more God of War streams. Every everything will be great. Loud desktops usually means there's a loose component somewhere. I used to have one that yeah. was loud, but if you kept pressing your hand against the side, then it stopped making so much noise. So I just like stack up a bunch of books or something. There you go. That's a that doesn't seem like a permanent fix. Now that I think about it. And then you okay. said Thursday or Wednesday is going to be your um, yes. ZP Wednesday on is zero punctuation on Bayonetta three and the post CP stream, of course. And after that, on Thursday, I have an extra punctuation dropping publicly that is currently only available to members. Hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, the main the main crew, Adventure is Nigh, uh, Season 2, Episode 11, will be up for members on uh, Saturday. The uh, we should waited. have... The long-awaited yeah. return to the cliffhanger we left it on. Exactly. Should have a, a, a weeb shit video essay later in the week. Frost is working on his next episode of Cold Take. First episode did great, over 50k views for a video that you had nothing to do with, which is oh. wonderful crazy uh, people just on youtube just really respond well to people whose voices sound nice his voice sounds very nice i will say but uh, i appreciated that video because it had uh, very funny writing as well so uh, it was great yeah wonderful yeah. his second script is super funny too if you one. like my stuff you'll probably like frost's stuff absolutely all righty uh well that'll be it from us i think <laughs> so we'll see you all later for some pulsar and until yeah. then Toffee is going to get excited for his walk. Boing, boing, boing. Excited, excited, excited. Boing, oh, boing, he's boinging. Boing. Excited he's for boinging. my walk. Boing, boing, boing. See you guys in two hours. Bye.